And this is the Podcast Terbio Blacklist Podcast for this week's episode, Kuwait. I am Brian, and uh, calling in a drone strike from a gaming store is Dave. <laughs> As he likes to do. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I thought we were going getting... to a high-stakes game of Magic the Gathering. Right. <laughs> there was... There was... Just to jump right in, there was a few minutes of this episode that were really, really fun. Um, yes, that's which true. Was, yeah. <laughs> I think the best part was is that Wrestler and Frankie had no idea what was going on, and they never knew. Like, they're just like, we're now walk away. Don't need to ask questions. I don't um, want to know. Yeah. What yeah. did we just do in there? Uh, best we don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was, it was a weird scene because I'm like, I feel like I missed something. Like, what are they doing? Like, I just, I, I must have. It, was there a lead-in scene to wrestler going to this place or? <laughs> uh, they uh, said call the post office. That was pretty much it. Oh, okay. So that's the lead into it. Because yeah, I, I still feel like there was something in between that I missed, but that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, it was. It was call the post office, and then Frankie was on standby. Right, as she will be. So she's still alive, so my theory last week where I was not sure, gone, but that's okay. I, I didn't want her killed off yet, so. She's still, she still. She's still somebody. She still could be the illusionist. Oh, my theory that she's the illusionist, yes, yes, but she wasn't the one that I thought in the shadows was killed. Uh, we, we looked at yeah. that. All that means and... is that she set up the illusion so well to protect herself even from something going wrong with Katarina, and it worked. Right. Yeah. Right. If, yeah. If Every, everybody. True. If that if that be the case, everybody fell for it. Yeah. So uh, yeah, this week uh, we have well a non-blacklister, so we get well at least not one that's numbered. The interesting thing is, is he should have been. Right. He really should. He was the he was the guy nobody knew about. Um, I mean, they did, but they didn't know true identity type stuff. Right. They knew this uh, Sumon or Samoon or. I, I wrote it down a dozen different ways. Yeah, I I, I wrote it down like phonetically, ecumenically, grammatically, and uh, I'm good with it either way. But uh, Samoon or whatever his name is. Uh, yeah. It, and I think you and I were texting back and forth. It's like, yeah, called it, called it, called it. It was nothing that was surprising about it. Uh, you know, it's there are parallels though with this thing, and and it three instances of this episode in this episode of this running theme. This is our season, not what they appear to be. Yeah. It's all the rope dope. So, yeah. you know, we get, uh, you know, more of uh. Well, this Hutton, you know, originally believed not who he appears to be. You know, Red's still not who he appears to be. Red having conversations with Cooper that we're going to get into. Talking about the real Raymond Reddington, which felt to me like Red just playing along. He was. Yeah, it was absolutely. He never confirmed anything. All he said is, oh, she told you my secret. Uh, or she told you. Not she told you my secret or anything like that. Yeah, and just, uh, you know, 
uh, or I'm a far more interesting Raymond Reddington than Raymond Reddington was. That that doesn't mean anything though, because the Raymond Reddington at the beginning is not the person he is now, which was a lot of this episode talking about. We are different people now than we were then. Cooper's a different person now than he was then. Hutton's a different person now than he was then. Ray's a different person than he was then. So we're getting all these little character development stories to go along with our season's theme of not what he appears to be. I really thought the hired nanny was going to be somebody not who she appears to be, but she's come and gone. Uh, but we get more of uh, Katerina, quote-unquote, doing spy stuff inside uh, Liz's apartment while being, the, while being the nanny, you know, setting herself up to be the nanny, yeah. which we, we knew that was coming. we've yeah. seen that rolling towards that direction since the beginning. Uh, since we saw her move across the hall, that she it's will the second eventually... episode. Yeah, she'll eventually be the nanny, and that's that leaves no surprise to us there. All right, so where do you want to tackle this one from? I mean, we get a lot of we get Cooper backstory, which we talked about. I think, gosh, it might have been last year that we're going to get a a young Cooper backstory at some point. Yeah, and uh, I'm I'm I I didn't realize it at first until he was you know calling his name and i think that's when the audience was supposed to realize who it was but you know we had was in 1989 in kuwait kuwait city with the ambush and we know cooper obviously survives this guy supposedly doesn't but does where do you want to go so i have questions for our listeners and uh just some is is this the way it would go um so uh, U.S. Navy intelligence. Uh, would they ever be allowed to have their hair that long, as long as Hutton's was, or uh, what was his name? Uh, Daniel Hutton's was there when he got pulled into. Uh, he had long hair. Yeah. Um, so number one, and, and this is just details like that I pick up on, right? I thought um, the same. Yeah, I did note the same. And and the other thing is that they and I don't know on this one. Um, you. There are references to, you know, soldier, you know, a Marine is not a soldier. A Marine is a Marine. Right. And then you have soldiers and usually um, Navy are usually referred to as, as sailors or, you know, flyboys or something like that. But to refer to a Navy man as a soldier is not something they are, to my knowledge, usually a fan of. It's almost any called, you know, I left a soldier behind. Would that be the incorrect thing for Cooper to have said? Uh, you know, shout out to our listeners. Tell me, you know, correct me if I'm wrong on this. It felt weird that a Navy would refer to another Naval officer as a soldier. Right. Bad writing uh, or just Cooper using the term in general or but correct. You know, leaving a sailor yeah. behind is something you'd probably hear more. Uh, yeah, I'm a big fan of NCIS and that's kind of how they would refer to it. They don't refer to they refer to Marines as Marine. They refer yeah. to yeah. Navy men as sailors uh, or yeah. or their rank. Uh yeah. But uh, they, yeah, I. That's seems to be something more reserved, I guess, for army. Is is soldier, yeah. So, I mean, that's, uh, that's kind of the thing. And, even yeah. even the air force would be, uh, you know, you know, a left an airman behind air, or something. Yeah, something like that. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Possibly a uh, just a writing thing. Just curious, you know, uh, uh, listeners, tell me, tell me, am I right? Am I wrong? Is that is that uh, whatever? So just you know, we are on the details on some of this, and uh, so. Yeah, we'll we'll, um, we'll pick everything and ask. <laughs> so. Yeah. So, yeah. Do, do you think the timing is very interesting with this versus when Redding went, Reddington went, and the knowledge that he 
because he was a he was an intelligence officer. They were some form of intelligence officers themselves, right? So, yep. um, as was Reddington, and then him going. Do you think there's going to be a deeper tie into the Reddington story with with Hutton because of purely because of timing and the things that he did versus the things that Reddington would have done? Maybe I, him? you know, I they. And then, and then later, like Cooper starts like looking around, going, "Wait a minute, that wasn't Reddington that did all those leaks. That was actually something that Hutton did. We just blamed Reddington because the timing was coincidental." You know that type of. Um, oh yeah, may- maybe and al- almost clearing some of his initial stuff. Sure, maybe in an exposition sort of way or a uh, explanation sort of way somewhere down the road that they may uh, relate back to. Uh, so, so that wasn't you. That was uh, Hutton, apparently, uh, yeah. doing some of these leaks early on until he got closed off. Because there was that uh, conversation that Hutton had with uh, Cooper that he was he was leaking information until they uh, secured their channels, yeah. and then he was just a just an asset to interpret information until he assumed his new identity. Yeah, that that's an interesting play. You, you, but you you bring up uh, you know Reddington at the time. I mean, he was the one there interviewing Cooper at the end, or at, uh, you know debriefing. He him. was present, yeah. And uh, during the debriefing, and Cooper does mention when after calling uh, Reddington Kozlov. Uh, how that, would you know? Yeah. Yeah. How how would you know any of this? And Red just kind of blew it off, just saying, "Oh." I, I've become him. Yeah, I have my ways. Uh, but I, I know because I know. I mean, that was, I think, word for word what he said, which is a very, but, very enigmatic, you know, very Reddington. But but it's there for us as the viewer to sit there and think, okay, interesting. Yeah, because Cooper, though, didn't take that answer or any of that information and just kind of think, well, wait a minute. May, maybe you are you and you're not this person. Maybe... I'm surprised. I think you mentioned it a few weeks ago. There hasn't been another DNA test. I'm surprised there hasn't been something done uh, to to validate this because there are questions that we as the viewers have. We get some questions here within this episode of and, and in a previous episode with Cooper believing, uh, you know, when he talked to Red on the phone and. And uh, that, that was was that Daniel Hutton that they mentioned then? I don't know. I just I just put that together too, and he asked him who who in 1989. They talked about that before, though. I think. But was that uh, in that episode like, when Cooper was on the phone that, yeah. with Red to verify who he was talking to? Was that was that what they were talking about? I, I to, believe so. Yeah. I'll have to go back and look at my notes on that one. But yeah, I, I just put thought of that as well. But but Cooper has had beliefs that this is the real Raymond Reddington, and now he's not so sure. But why is he all of a sudden really not so sure? You know, I, I found it interesting in this episode that he's just all of a sudden, you know what, I'm going to tell Pennebaker the truth. But you don't, other than somebody telling you this, you actually haven't investigated it yourself. You haven't done anything to verify this information yourself. So I, yeah, It's I, pure hearsay, honestly. Yeah, I found it interesting he would call Justice and set up a meeting to tell them when he hasn't even looked into it. Uh, I, ex- I would have expected more from him. To, to look into it further. Yeah, because even their uh, Liz and, and wrestlers investigation was completely off the books and there's no record and no, it's, it's purely words. Um, you right. know, there, there's nothing that they did that they recorded um, uh, as a file or anything like that to be able to prove it. Mm-hmm. 
Exactly. So, yeah, I- interesting in that case. Uh, you know, in, in Cooper ends up not telling anything. Is just going to take the Liz approach, and it doesn't matter who the actual person is. The fact of the matter is this is a person we've all come to work with and care for, and he's done good things. We've all done good things together, and we should continue working with it. So, you know, not to compromise the situation and, and, and the, the task force and the, and the post office any further. Just let's just keep doing our jobs, and we'll hold this secret for now. Okay. Um, let's see here. Uh, what were your what were your clues about the that Hutton was? Oh, it just it felt all wrong. Like one one thing that I um w- that I noted and I wrote in my notes was uh kind of how uh, Hutton just walking in and giving himself up and asking for Harold Cooper was and then suddenly being surprised. Oh my goodness, you are alive. Uh, but no, just him going into a military, a U.S. military or CIA installation, um, and asking for Harold Cooper really uh, parallels Raymond Reddington in the first episode walking into FBI and getting on his knees and asking for Harold Cooper. What I want to know is how he would know where a secret CIA installation would be. Well, that should have been a clue because even <laughs> they said they were off the books. It should have been a clue. Why? How did this guy know to come here? Yeah, uh, unless he was somebody who's in the know which uh, he probably was like the he was, Suman, you know, Suman, yeah, or, yeah. or the Samoon guy would be I mean if this guy's is a powerful guy who deals in intelligence and has caused you know all these terrorist activities around the world he's probably well connected uh yeah. and, and and that's how he knew to do it and basically set up a little ruse to go on in there and uh give himself up just so he could get with Cooper and kind of play Cooper so that he can end up capturing him and kind of pay him back for abandoning him in you know years yeah. ago. Yeah. Uh, but it yeah. just, it, it didn't feel like this was a, I'm going to rescue you thing. It felt more like this guy's playing Cooper. It just felt like that the whole way through. It wasn't a real surprise to me. Was there anything that you visually saw that you, that, that tipped you off or, well, or did you just yes. feel yes. like you were going to, um, hey, it, it was the, I mean, it was like, like we both said, the, how would he know where the mm-hmm. site, the black site was? Um, then somebody's like, oh, wow, you were alive. You know, you asked for him. You should know that he was alive. Right. Um, you know, that be, um, see, he was very well manicured for having been held a prisoners for 30 years. And he looked great. Like he looked in great physical condition. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, I've, I've got, I've got a beard now that I haven't trimmed in two weeks and it's all over the place. He had a well, well groomed, maybe three days. Yeah. Um, out. yeah. I noted too, that he, he, he looked like, look like Ted Kaczynski. Yeah. He looked like he's been to the gym. You know, he just, yeah. he looked in really good shape too. He didn't look like a guy that was disheveled and it, you know, emaciated from just not eating enough or, he didn't look like he was a guy who'd been tortured, any noticeable limps or anything like that. He just he walks in and yeah. And then the 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 last thing, and this was not a visual as much as it was purely a story thing, uh, was Red not going and separating Red and uh, Cooper was the suit. It was like okay, you know, I believe you know what I mean from a story perspective. Red should have gone with him unless they were trying to specifically separate them. So so Red, Red could save him. Yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah. then there had to be some kind of decision made or, uh, you know, pivot point. 
Uh, it was like, yeah, it was makes sense. Those... Yeah. I mean, red, red flying Cooper all the way over there, making it sound like we're going together to figure this out. Yeah. And then on the way, just red sit on the plane. Yeah. Red's just going to sit there and wait and go to the hookah bar. Uh, it didn't, uh, <laughs> hookah bar was funny. <laughs> that was, but yeah, like, and, and talk about an episode with, and I think we we've had a few of these already moments, just lots of conversation. Lots of two people sitting across the table from each other talking. And, yeah. and and you got that, obviously, with the little bit of an, I don't want to say interrogation, but the, the reunion with Cooper and uh, and Hutton. But then you get the, the couple times on the plane with Red and Cooper, the couple times in the graveyard, the, the green screen graveyard. Uh, of, oh, it was so bad. Yeah, oh. no, You couldn't just go anywhere. Uh, yeah. I, I, yeah, that, that effect was there like, was nowhere outside you could go <laughs> you, you, you actually probably would have been better just to you know cgi in some tombstones than to you know some gravestones or grave markers whatever than to have uh them just in in an awful yeah green screened uh, uh stage i mean the lighting was off it, it bugged me yeah it, it did both times both uh, times yeah. yeah yeah it was just like oh man we're back um uh, and then, uh, and then you get conversations with Liz and Katerina. I mean, let's not forget there was a lot of story that went on here uh, in, in that huge conversation in the beginning of them just going back and forth talking about, you know, have you reached out to your daughter? What would you do if your mother called you? Just this, it's God, like, I'm a little sick of it. I know. It, it, don't do this for 20 more episodes, I guess is what we're asking. No. At some point, we need to move this forward because if every week we just have a reminder that Liz doesn't know that that's her mother, which I still don't believe it is, uh, then I don't know. This woman is, I, I'm not buying it. I can't, I can't put my finger on exactly what it is, but I'm not buying that that's Katarina. Well, so I can't put my finger on it for any evidence at all. Storyline, um, going in, you know, or to that part of it, you know, she goes in, she takes the pictures and she shows them to the other guy. Like, who's that? You know, that's Ilya Kozlov. Um, who's that? He's okay. A, right. Now, and she's like, oh, he's the next piece in our puzzle or whatever it was she said. He's the guy that has the answers. Okay, I mean, it's not Red. That, right. Right. <laughs> no, that, and, that, and Red never confirmed, oh, yeah, I'm Mr. Kozlov. He played the pronoun game the entire time. Yeah, today, with the whole time when, when Liz confronted him with it. Uh, yeah, oh, it's... it's he's, He's never he's never confirmed um, nor denied he's he's played the game right and and no offense to the average viewer of the show who's probably still buying into that this is Kozlov but it's clearly not I mean there's been so much misdirection on this and and I'll say it for the thousandth time and I'll continue to say it every week the not everybody's who they appear to be uh, theme of this season uh, just uh, no, it, and, and it takes me back to we as the viewers should not believe that she's who she appears to be, especially when, you know, she should have looked looked at that. It, 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 again, we don't really know the true backstory because it was all Dominic's story and he, it was told in a way that the whole thing's total fiction. So we don't really know what relationship she had with Kozlov, if there was yeah. ever a relationship at all. Um, but she, she acted like she didn't know him either. That's what I mean. So the fact, though, is if she is Katerina and there was any sort of truth to the Dominic story, then she should know who this guy is. And it, and like you said, if he was or did really become red, they would have known that. 
Uh, yeah. So, so that is that is as blatant of a clue for us all as viewers to see that with that little scene at the end, Red is not Kozlov. Still could be anybody. I'm leaning back towards he's real Red. Uh, but I'm not buying her. I, I just I'm not sold yet. And I have I have no 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 evidence other than. They've been misdirecting us enough. Why wouldn't they misdirect us on her? I mean, all of a sudden, she's in the show. And this is a character we've been asking for for seven years. What's going on with her? And all of a sudden, she's here, and she's right in the middle of it. And it just feels too easy all of a sudden. I just don't think it's her. And this other guy that she's with. Actually, I thought she was going to... I really thought she was going to show the picture to him. And he would recognize that that's the younger him. I thought I was starting to believe he might have been Ilya Kozlov. I, I I thought that for like a second, um, but there I there should have been a clue before they showed that. I mean, the, the rules of television is they right. should have hovered hovered on his face for one second too long in some other scene. You know what I mean? Uh, these are, these are the, there's, there's rules to television that you and I, we, we know we've talked about before this rule. We, we preach these rules and they're, and they're, um, and it it hasn't followed any of those for that guy to be, I think that guy's insignificant. He's, he's not even agreed. Uh, you know, he, he's just her henchman. Yep. Uh, He may become significant, like as in he he becomes a player later, but as of their any of their past, no, he's just a henchman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. I agree. I I think he is just a henchman. Uh, but the way he was, it, it could have been played into that, and it wasn't. So yeah, it it could have been, but the clues weren't there. Right. Uh, but yes, the the like we said, the the back and forth with Liz and and we'll say call her Katarina still for now. Uh. It is starting to get a little old, so let's let's move along on this story. Because uh, you know, Liz finally finds the the nanny she wants to have, and they pose as FBI or I guess FBI agents just to get the woman to quit. So and th- all they did was tell her the truth, and they told her exactly. You know, the the best lies are embedded in truth. The only lies they basically told her was that they were FBI agents, and that's it. Everything yeah. else they told her was the truth. Yeah, this is the father. She was she was once a uh, a uh, fugitive as well. Uh, yeah. She does have another name. Yeah, just it was it was almost a little reminder uh, bit to the audience exposition the the way it was all told told and laid out. Just let's all remember that Liz was on the FBI's most wanted for a brief period of time, and she did yeah. kill a uh, attorney she was general. On the news. So, yeah, yeah, one of them. Yes, that's the thing. I mean, she was on the news. She, there were manhunts for her. I mean, this is, a, this is a woman who somehow finds a way to blend back into society after all the exposure she's had uh, that that she's kind of forgotten and, and not important. Yeah. Let's see. What else? What else? Like I said, I got a lot of notes. Uh, yeah, we got the Magic the uh, Gathering reference. Uh, we were time both- to storm the castle. Nice uh, Princess Bride. Yeah, there were a few of these little moments, uh, red lines about that. You know, it's you know, it was uh, uh, the odds are stacked against us. Sounds like fun, you know. It was a that actually reminded me of the line that like I Kirk says in Generations. 
because he says a line like that, which I think came from Magnificent Seven. So, yeah, uh, which he was referencing actually Magnificent Seven. But I've heard that line several times in other films re- reference. Um, yeah, I, I, I think Hutton's pretty much done, but I do like your theory on that they could use it to clear Red's name for some other indiscretions. Uh, now, they did mention uh, when, when Cooper was talking to his captain, because, again, the, the ambush happens in Kuwait in 89. Uh, Hutton gets taken away. Cooper goes to his captain and says, you know, what the heck's going on here? It's like, you know, he was a liability. He was going to blow our whole operation here. We had to deal with it. And, you know, Cooper doesn't buy into that. And, and the captain said, I was just following orders. And then there was a little line later where Cooper talking to Reddington on the plane mentions about how you were there. And Reddington was would would he have been? Well, now see, was that guy a captain or would just uh, Cooper? He was he was he was a Navy captain, which is the equivalent of a colonel anywhere else. Okay, so that would because Red was a commander. So this this no Red Red was lieutenant. He wasn't like a lieutenant commander. I thought he was. No, he had lieutenant's bars. Okay, which and and any anywhere else would be a captain. Uh, <laughs> right. Yeah. The, the other branches uh, do it differently. Uh, he had the two bars. He was, he was a Lieutenant. Okay. Okay. No, that's fine. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I was trying to get around my head, the order of seniority of our characters here with the, with yeah, he would have like, so he would have been the same as Cooper. He would have been, Reddington would have been roughly the same as Cooper in rank because Cooper announced over the radio that he was is Lieutenant Harold Cooper. Uh, Reddington was a Lieutenant Commander, I think. Well, that's what I just said. I thought he was Lieutenant oh, oh, Commander. Oh, 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 I thought, no, 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 no. I thought, I thought you were asking. No, Cooper was Lieutenant. Right. I think, I think Red was a Lieutenant Commander. But then uh, this guy that uh, Cooper went after in the office would have outranked Red. Yes. Okay. Yes. What I'm trying to I, get I at, what I'm trying to get at was, was Red involved, was Red the one that the captain was following orders from could have been if it was, you know, intelligence versus regular branch or something like that. I mean, he could have been just delivering yeah, the I orders, mean, but, but yeah, there could be some operation. I start to wonder what was red's involvement, either red, whoever, whoever this yeah. red was back then. Uh, what was his involvement in the cash and the payoff of the Kurds and all that? I wonder if this. So you do you think that story may come out a little bit bigger? Not so much about the Kurds, but just Red's level of uh, it, building his empire when he was still in the you know, when he was in the yeah. navy. You know, making payments to um to to organizations through his intelligence channels while in the navy. Uh, you know, and and it could have been he was doing it. He was doing it on orders, but it's how he learned to do it. You know, it's how he learned oh, yeah. to. That he that money could buy soldiers, money could buy influence. You know, and in, in, in I'm wondering if it was an early stage of Red when he was an intelligence yeah. officer. We're gonna, where did you learn how to do all this from the government? From the Navy, yeah. I was in. The, yeah. yeah, I was trained yeah. by the best. You know, so uh, the the U.S. government taught me how to launder money, taught me how to buy people and bribe officials, and um, you know, yeah. I, I learned all that by following orders. So yeah, sorry, I kind of took a long way around to get there, but that was that was yeah. that was my point to it all. Was 
there there was little lines of conversation in there that made me wonder if this is going to somehow circle back to that was red, red was the one that was funneling the money and giving the orders for these guys to make those payments. Could have been. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, 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 I like that. Yeah. Um, you could get really, really deep into this and it, and it'll be a, you know, the whole, it, actually that could fit in really well about where this season is actually going, that the season isn't really about Katarina at all. It's about, true red origins which we kind of know but and then what those origins are Um, right i wouldn't be surprised if we get another back you know flashback episode or backstory episode with this actor who played young cooper with a actor playing young red uh because we know that they have history yeah uh and that we could maybe get another um another uh episode uh, built around that or you know young cooper leaving the navy after he gets his Navy cross and going and uh, joining the FBI and, you know, we, you know pe- people like uh, origin stories. So you could, yeah, we yeah, could get some, stories. some more of these episodes. So, yeah. Uh, let's see. I don't think I have much else. Do you have any other uh, notes before uh, we get into some extra theories? Uh, how do you get to the white house? Yeah. The code line, the code words. So. Yeah. Well, how do you get to the white house? Do you remember what the answer was? Uh, something about how much money you have just depends how much spend money spend a lot of money spend a lot of money yeah yeah um won a rather high stakes game of Magic the Gathering I was really really annoyed with the very convenient tremor that fell on Daniel Hutton um, that caused the whatever and I was really annoyed because Cooper would know enough to to you know always be aware of the gun in the room um, right to I mean? go say Cooper would have cleared that gun before he moved that rock exactly um, would have put it in his back pocket whatever before he did that yeah because you get uh, a lot of the was... uh, flashback would he just leave him there you know because you know cooper was conflicted Co- cooper's he's got secrets they're on that flash drive uh which is if they if they needed to have a you know if they need it was just that was just sloppy writing i'm sorry that really bugged me that stupid rock yeah um what do you need? A good man, a moral man, a reminder that you're a good man or that you're a moral man. All you need to do is look in the mirror. I like, I actually really, really liked that. That was a. But another you know, reference to everybody's not who they appear to be, but you're exactly who you are. Yeah. There, there's no question about Cooper. You are exactly who you appear to be. Look in the mirror. Yeah. You'll see that. I may not be, this person may not be, that person may not be, but you are exactly who you are. Uh, so, yeah, that's. I, I mean, I love this theme, and I love it's tying in in every episode, and, and I'm going to call it out every time, and I'm, I'm perfectly good with it. It's just going to be that thing that we I'm going to remind the listeners every week. you got to remember it, because when you're watching an episode thinking, ah, there you go, there's the evidence we've been looking for, don't buy it, because you're going to get two cliffhanger episodes this season. You get the, the fall finale, and you're going to get the season finale. So th- those yep. are, those are going to be your episodes that are going to give you the information that uh, or that are going to you know make your head spin and be like how did I not see that or I can't believe I missed that you know whatever. So how does Red find out about Katarina? What are your, what are your theories about? At some point, he has to find out the proximity of Katarina to Liz. Well, I am. God darn shocked that he doesn't have somebody watching Liz's apartment twenty four seven as well. 
How how is he? How is Red not have somebody across the street? I mean, because he, he's done it before. He had Mr. Before. Done, he had Mr. Kaplan the in this in the yeah first season. He had Mr. Kaplan sitting across the street. So no, he had Apple Boy. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right. But and Kaplan had to go clean up the mess. But yeah. that's because that's where we first get introduced to her. But yeah, you, how does how Red not have an asset watching that building all the time, knowing that that woman's out there keeping an eye out for her, and that this woman's walking in and out of that building like it's nothing? Uh, makes no sense. Yeah, I, I think, I I really think it's going to be one of those Red's just going to show up one day unannounced like he has in the past just because he wants to come by and see Liz and and Agnes and and there's uh and Katerina happens to be watching Agnes at the time and has a little moment of letting her guard down and answers the door without looking through the people and that's how that's how an episode ends with their eyes locked when the door opens has would Dembe recognize Katarina, they have not crossed paths. No, they have not. So I'm almost it, it would be because Dembe was in the house and Dominic's house, but they hid in the basement. I don't know if Dembe would have seen her out the window during that shootout. Maybe because she was there, but I think she was in the car the whole time. I don't I, think she got out of the car. Yeah, I don't think she got out till later. But it would be really, really clever of, um you know, almost having that conversation, you know, with Dembe, like I never saw who the woman was, you know, blah, 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 blah. And then he shows up at Liz's house to go, Oh, okay. But he recognizes the voice. Okay. Uh, I, I, I think they need to do, and, and Dembe is the one that starts putting it all together. Um, like, uh, Reddington, we need to have a conversation. <laughs> yeah, we might want to swing uh, by Liz's place after, uh, yeah. after dinner. Uh, uh Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because I, and this can't or, go on all or, season. This is going. This or Frankie is Frankie comes by. <laughs> because Frankie and uh, well, Frankie and Liz do know each other. Mm-hmm. Um, yep, yep. It's, it's got to be like not Red that figures it out, because that would be if if Red does it, it's too easy. It's this no is fun. a good reason to keep Frankie around because she can identify her. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Good, 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 good call. Yeah, so you could have, I mean, it could be something very innocent. It, she, she's got medical training. She's on Red's payroll. She's the new nanny. Yeah, or just or like just Red's something. Like, hey, I'll just, I'll just send Frankie by and I'll pay $100,000 a day, you know. Um. <laughs> or something as stupid, silly as, uh, you know, Liz keeps complaining that she just hasn't had the time to get Agnes over for her flu shot. So, hey, you know what? Oh, Frankie, come over and, oh. and do that. <laughs> oh, I like that. I mean, it could be something really subtle like that and simple like that. You know, sending Frankie over for her medical expertise and she sees or hears the voice. You know, hears yeah. the voice or sees her uh, or sees the shadow or something like that. And, and she starts to put it together. Oh, and she like she'll she'll throw the surgical mask on. So, you know, just for like, ah, I don't really need it. But, you know, old habits or something like that. And then she recognizes the voice. But uh, Katarina can't recognize her. Something like that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she didn't Later, work. Does the chipmunk shuffle out the door? Right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, or we'll or we'll get a close call like that, and then we'll end up getting. But this won't drag on all season. We're, we're, this will probably be the fall finale of the realization yeah. that she's there, and that we'll, we'll get by Thanksgiving. You think? Yeah, I mean, looking at the uh, show order, it looks like we're good through into Thanksgiving week. So, um, 
there it doesn't look like there's an episode at least scheduled for Thanksgiving week, but we have no breaks in the schedule before then. So we're going to get uh, consistent episodes up through then. They usually go on break for like two weeks because of Thanksgiving, and then they come back for like an episode or two episodes just before Christmas, and then they go away until late January, early February. Yep. So that's probably where we're looking moving forward. Uh, I know I talk about it every year. I talk about the ratings. How's the show doing? Especially in its Friday time slot. It's doing comparable to last year. So numbers are about the same. It's holding pretty steady. So uh, show, show's doing well enough. Um, you know, I promise I'll make no predictions on renewal. Let's just see how it plays out. Um, you know, they, they, they're, they're doing a lot this year. They, they, it looks like they're trying to move the story forward, but we'll see. Because like I said, it could just be a misdirection year as well. And we could have next season finally gets down to it. Where, the, where will the real Katarina please stand up? And the real Raymond Reddington please stand up. So we, we could all yeah. be getting there some, at some point. All right, very good. Well, I got, I got nothing else. Uh, n- next week looks like a like a filler episode based on the quick trailer. I'm not going to go into details on it, but it does look like a filler. So we'll, we'll see how that one is. At least the, the preview gave us nothing on story arc. So, But last time we've seen that that episode has actually that storyline you know covers like 10 minutes and we get huge story arc so it could be misdirection for the preview as well love it do it do it all right well if you have any thoughts or ideas on what we've said today uh certainly let us know you can email us at blacklist at podcastderby.com you can hit us up on facebook or twitter at podcast and if you get this show from Apple Podcasts, go ahead and uh, get us some stars and, and a review. We greatly appreciate it. We got, you know, s- several remarks, and and we I love reading them. So if you get the show from us and you like listening to us, or you got issues with the show, give us some feedback. We'd love to hear it. So that is going to do it for this week's episode. I'm Brian. He is Dave, and we'll see you all next time. Good night, everybody. <laughs>